This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Oh, by the way, welcome to the podcast. Sorry, we should have said that a while ago. You're listening to me eating, um, well, a stack of biscuits stuck together. Oh, what? Oh. She's playing that only the lonely in my ear. Sorry. What are you doing? Dum, 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 be doo wah. Oh, sorry. Yep. What are you doing? I'm just getting it ready. Hang on. She's hitting me with some baggage. We're recording it now. Stop. If Fee Glover's listening to this, she's going to be so upset. Fee Glover. Fee Glover. Fee Glover. Who's Fee Glover? Uh, mate. She's on you, mate. Genuinely, her and Jane Garvey, genuinely, to have kind of, not my radio heroes, but but people that I feel like I've grown up with, mm-hmm. uh, from radio, the Radio 4, pop, proper radio. They're like the head girls of radio. They're the ones that you really want to like you, but that you're afraid they disapprove of you. But they, it turns out they like us. They told me off. Yeah, but she did it because she likes you. She, I was... Um, did she tell you off for eating biscuits while recording the pod? Because no. it's really um, at the radio not festival nice we went to this week. Um, there was a screen where you could, if you hashtagged a tweet, it would pop up on the screen. <laughs> so we were in um, a really exciting talk. I won't say which one. It was boring, <laughs> and I <laughs> wrote, "My legs really hurt." Hashtag Radfest fourteen, and it popped up on the screen. And there was a few little chuckles. Uh, it was a few, mostly for me. And uh, then they got wiser. They stopped putting my tweets up. But because the next one was seriously, I think I've trapped a nerve. But in both legs, is that possible? They didn't put that one up. And then, uh, anyway, and then later on we saw Fee Glover and Jane Garvey introducing one of the turns, and she said, well, hopefully we'll have Ian Lee on stage later on if his leg uh, gets better. <laughs> and then I saw her backstage, and she said, uh, how's your leg? And I said, um, I'm re- yeah, what happened was I was just t- tweeting to see if it would get on the big screen. I'm really sorry, miss, I won't do it again. She said, no, you won't. Oh, you told off. telling off. Yeah, but it was, I enjoyed she, it. She owned you. I bet you did. You got pwned. Anyway. Can I just tell you that the uh, chocolate digestives have all stuck together, which is why his mouth's even fuller than it would be if he was eating one biscuit. He's actually eating one, two, three, four, like a sandwich of five biscuits. Yeah, yeah you, you, you girls have that. Right, what do you want me to do, Kelly? Can, Catherine, actually, this is going to be really exciting, Ian, you'll love this. I've written Welcome to the Podcast in four languages, and I'd like you to say them. Okay. Did you do it on Google? Yeah. Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Brace yourself. Even the French one. Mm-hmm. This is where we go international, everyone. Yep. This Ready? is it. Bonjour, c'est le podcast. That's French. Bienvenidos al podcast. Check. Mm. No, that was Spanish. Oh, I just Spanish. threw that one in because I can. Oh. Doble den to podcast. Check. What's... Hello, here's the podcast. Check. And in Turkish, mehaba. Check. Bu podcast. Well done, Kath. Thanks. That's what I'd have got. What are we doing that for? Because I can. International, isn't it? We're not even semi-national yet. Who are we kidding? Yeah, we are now. We've Turkish people can listen now. Mahaba. We've been talking for three and a half minutes. We should probably play a clip from the show. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's horrible out there, but but a little ray of sunshine is here. It's me! Yay! You like that, girls? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, you all thought I was going to say Kelly Betts. 
Yeah. I actually knew that you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. It's me! Yay. It's me! But Kelly Betts is here. Hi. Sorry about that. So is Sorry. Catherine Boyle. Yep. Apologies. Accepted. On your behalf. So welcome. thank you for that. Yes, welcome, welcome. Some people say welcome, don't they? Yeah, who was it that used to say that a lot? Welcome, welcome. Who, who, who? Alan Partridge. Ah, yes. I was doing a show on another radio station at the weekend and some young girl posted on Twitter, I love you, I think you're brilliant, I love this show. I replied, thanks very much. She replied, yeah, you're so partridge. Oh, What's coming up on the show this morning? Dementia care slammed, Ebola screening slated, and NHS staff irated. What? Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is she BBC right Three Partridge. Counties Radio. <laughs> Boyle's, Boyle writes that stuff, and you were laughing at your own, um, I was going to say gags. I was laughing because you, you read it out. Yeah. my job. It, it's your job to use your brain. You right, Kels? Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, things like that. She's Feedback, back so right, now. <laughs> yeah, the youngsters are teaming up against Grandma again, aren't we, Kels? Your hair looks nice and fluffy. I don't think I put enough pomade on it today. <laughs> you, you, you laughing at Catherine? I hope so. You right, Kath? She doesn't know. Oh? Did you have a nice time off, Kels? I did, it was lovely. Where'd you go? Spain. Oh, yeah. I believe I... I've got you this back. (laughs) Brown shoulder. (laughs) Thanks. That's right. Kath, what are you doing? Turn to the table. Why are you doing that? Nothing on the radio. Oh, that's rude! Now, that is just rude, and I think we're breaching some kind of broadcasting um, guideline as well. <laughs> what did she say, Kels? I think she said close her mic, please. Yeah, what did you do this weekend, Kels? Um, I got back from Spain. Hey! Yes. Oh, hey! No, I did something better as well. I presented introducing. What was it like coming back from Spain? Yeah, it was good. On the way there, it was a bit... There's lots of old people that go to Benidorm, <sighs> yeah. so I thought our plane was going straight to heaven, but it didn't. It was fine. <laughs> Then, if if that's the case, then we're broadcasting to uh, God's waiting room. That's the number of old people we have listening. And you presented BBC Introducing, did you? I did, yes. Oh, well done. I haven't Thank got. You. I didn't listen to it, unfortunately. That's okay. There's still time. I mm. don't. No, it was on Saturday, yeah. so I can't. You can I listen didn't take again it. What? on the iPlayer. I haven't got. Busy, aren't we? We've got road trip. To go, yeah, we're off. Oh, you could you can take it with you. Uh, I can't do that. No, I'm afraid. I'll set it up for you on no, the iPlayer. No, no. Uh, that's very kind, but yeah. I have I spent a lot of yesterday when I should have been working mm. putting some wicked tunes on the iPod, baby. Oh, some God. wicked tunes. There's even a couple on there that you like m- might like, Catherine. So I've very I've heard that. But I, there's <coughs> tunes that I played that I think you'll both really enjoy. Um, give it a go. Um, it's five minutes. Kath, what do you reckon? Come on, Kath. Kath. Kath? Kath? Hey. 
on BBC One. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. The bold. I walk the walk, I talk the talk and I dance the dance. The brash. My absolute worst nightmare is getting to age 40 with a 50 grand salary. And the brazen. I'm not arrogant because what I'm saying is all true. Would you uh, send the candidates in place? Yes, the Apprentice you're fired. is back. Shut up. You're Shut up, you're fired. Total shambles. You're fired. You're so ugly, you're fired. United 9 on BBC One and BBC One HD. Dirty woman, you're fired. Hey, do you remember when we did that phone-in? PDA, straight or gay, yay or nay? People don't know what a PDA is, Catherine. They it's think it's a, a, a little public computer. display of affection. Like this. Hey, Kelly. Mm. Love you. Mwah! <clears throat> Blimey. Uh, yeah, the kissing in public thing, it's, it's a real pet hate of mine. I just... It, 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 we're, we're not French. You know, we're not, we're, not, we're not foreign. We're British. We don't do these kind of things. I didn't really see a lot of kissing in public from the French when I was in Paris. It was other people bringing it to uh, imported kisses. But in Spain, they do it all the time. For the in Spain, they're, they're virtually they're virtually do, 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 do doing it in the road. They're just constantly at it. Those continent, partly because of the heat, and, and because they're, they're all beautiful. The heat, the fact they're beautiful, and the fact that they're 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 very um, poor, dirty countries. What? No. Huh? Spain's a filthy country, isn't it? No. Oh, mate. Oh, well, well, hang on. If only we knew someone who'd recently come back from España. Yeah, but she's been to flipping. Where have you been? Benidorm. What? Benidorm. Benidorm. Right. And isn't it filthy there? No, it's actually Yes, not. it's filthy there, Ian. Oh, because they're, they're quite poor there, aren't they? Uh, yes, they're really poor there, Ian. It's filthy. It's not their fault. Well, it is partly their fault. They do everything cash in hand and don't keep receipts, do they? That's right, Ian. Now you say that. Uh, and they tried to uh, grab all the land that we bought off them. They grabbed it back illegally, didn't they? Well, not technically illegally. They changed the law, so it was legal. Yeah. But it's a dirty country, isn't it, Kelly? Yeah, I've got a lot of knowledge on it, though. Thank you very much indeed. 08459... Four double five, five double five. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh, I'm making myself laugh. I shouldn't. Me and Kath went on a road trip this week. I say a road trip. We drove up to Manchester and she drove me absolutely bloody nuts. What? Here's Kept us talk- company, miserable. No, you didn't. I, I, you were just banging on about really boring stuff and making up stupid games to play. Oh, I would have loved that. Really you would have games. loved that game. It was rubbish. Anyway, here's us talking about the road trip. And by road trip, I mean really boring journey that went on for hours and Kath was doing my nutting that we went on this week. We get a lion tomorrow. We are, Catherine and I are on a school trip tomorrow. A, a jolly. No, not a jolly. We're working and we're not being paid for it. But we are um, going to be fuelled by Haribos. Man alive. Four bags of Haribo to get us up to Salford, of all places. And we get to sleep eight hours. <sighs> and we're going out to a meat Haribo. restaurant tonight. We're going to go and eat meat. I think it's just called a restaurant, but, yeah, there'll be meat served. Are you telling me it's a meat restaurant? It's mostly meat. I think you do get some veg. Primarily meat is what I would call my restaurant if I ever open, if I get around to open it. Mostly meat. Mm. No, primarily meat. Mostly meat will be my rival franchise. No, prime. No, mine will be primarily meat, but it'll be spelt prime. Ah, oh. yeah, you're digging it. Good one. Primarily meat. But I'd spell meat M E double T. I'm not sure why I've done that yet. Oh, that's maybe too clever. M E double T. Yeah, and actually, it wouldn't serve meat. You just encourage people to sit around. I was I was in High Wycombe yesterday, 
Oh, I didn't tell you about the meeting I had. Oh, it went well. It didn't go that well, but I... Anyway, was it High Wycombe yesterday? Did you kick off again? No, I didn't. My, uh, d- d- uh, I, I, I was compared to Colombo. <laughs> anyway, this is, this is a private <laughs> conversation. I was in High Wycombe yesterday. When did High Wycombe become a ghost town? Oh. There was nothing there. It was empty. There was tumbleweed blowing through, and I could see the spirits of those long depart. It was empty. And uh, I was meeting my sister there. We had quite an important meeting there. So well, my sister, and we got there early, and uh, I'd spotted an independent cafe on the way to meet my sister at the train station. I said, oh, let's go to this independent cafe, have a bite to eat, I'm starving. When you say independent cafe, do you mean Greasy Spoon? No, 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 no. It was, like, quite a nice place. Oh. It was, um, uh, yeah, it was quite a nice place. It was a bit, bit poncy. Brasserie? No, it was, um, it was an independent cafe. I don't know what more I can tell you. Coffee shop? Yeah, but they do... It was, it was a restaurant. It was a cafe. They do food. OK. I don't know why you're making this into an issue. Tell me, then. So, we went to this... It was half past ten in the morning. I was starving. We went to the independent cafe. Right, we went in there. Stop saying independent cafe. Well, what do you want me to say? Cafe. But it was independent. It wasn't a Costa or a Starbucks. OK, well, thankfully, we haven't said Costa or Starbucks, though. It was, I wish we'd gone to a Costa or Starbucks, and you'll see why in a minute. So we went to this independent cafe that was staffed by two very trendy men. Uh-oh. And we, did they have beards? They, uh, they had beards. Did they have skinny jeans? Yeah, they oh, did. Dearie, that was our first mistake. But still we thought, OK, I'm digging the vibe. <laughs> We sat down on the sofas. It was empty. Half past ten in the morning. Mm, why guy, would it be empty? Mm. The guy brought the menus. And then he said, have you ever been here before? Well, it's not Harvester. I don't know. I've never been, no, I've never been here before. Oh, OK. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really hungry, right? So he gave us the menu. He said, we're only doing drinks. We don't do food till 11. Oh, did you say, isn't this an independent cafe? I was thinking it. I said it was when he went. I said to my sister, this is an independent cafe. And then the thing is, I was so hungry, right, and we were next door to a Greg's that had seating facilities. Oh, I was so hungry, Uh-oh. but I'm so British, I stayed there and drank a, chamomile, a cup of chamomile tea because uh, uh, I, I, I didn't want to offend them. You lined his tight pockets. And then it was too late to go and get some food in the Greg's, so I had to go to a meeting on an empty stomach. Wow. So my message is, don't support independent cafes. <laughs> Support Costas, support Starbucks. Go support, to Greg's. Go to Greg's. Go to Greg's is the motto of that story. I'm so, I was so hungry. Yeah, we're not doing food till 11. What the flipping heck? Hey, we're going to Salford today. Yeah? So Greg's there. Yeah? My granddad used to take me there, and to keep me quiet, he used to give me a sausage roll, so I'd be sitting in my pushchair. For <laughs> <laughs> your pushchair? <laughs> How sausage old were you? Little, and it was known as a Greg's dummy. <laughs> Ian? Yeah. I've got a game. Yeah. Ian, would you like to know how many times independent calf was said during that clip? Not many. I'm not very repetitive. Four. 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 Calf? Fifteen. Not many. I'm not very repetitive. Four. Let's have a listen together. Independent cafe. Independent cafe. Independent cafe. Independent cafe. It was an independent cafe. I don't know what more I can tell you. Independent cafe. Independent cafe. Independent cafe. This is an independent cafe. Stop saying independent cafe. Independent calf was not said once. Oh, whatever. And calf is not very independent. She's completely codependent. What? You said it a lot, though, didn't you? Here's... Hey, hey, hey. I'm paying my bills. Can't pay your telephone bills. I can pay your automobiles. Can't pay your uncle bill. But you can't cut your hair. Here's Dealey talking rubbish that may actually be true. 
Justin. Hey, boss. Can, now, listen, we were going to... I said to Jack, get Justin up after the weather. We'll go straight to Jay Dawal. I can Ooh. find out what's going on on the yeah. streets. But I was, I, I've just seen the next song in the playing order is uh, one chosen by Catherine Boyle. It's Mr. Uh, Ant, Adam Ant, and uh, his pop group, The Ants, mm-hmm. and the Stand and Deliver song. Oh, Anthem. I, I got told off um, because uh, my uh, eldest boy, he had, uh, like, a scarf around his face, and I went, oh... You look like a highwayman. Yeah. And my wife, no, no, he doesn't. He looks like a, a, an Arctic explorer. I said, no, he looks like a highwayman. Mm. What's a highwayman, Daddy? And I said, well, a highwayman, back in the days before there were cars, would ride a horse and go up to horse uh, carriages and uh, steal all of their gold. They say, stand and deliver your money or your life. Mm. Mm. I got a right royal rollicking for that. What, for introducing... I mean, for, it's history. For introducing armed robbery to my young, my eldest, yeah. Would you like a for local fact? A local fact <laughs> on here? I would love a local okay. fact. Here we go. Dick stop stopped in a pub here once. <laughs> no, Snooks was the last highwayman oh. to be hung in this country. Hanged. Hanged. <laughs> OK, and the stone is still there in Hemel Hempstead, Ooh. and if you run round it, I think, ten times, yeah. a ghost will appear. No, it won't. It will. Well, it won't. And you say the stone. What stone? Uh, well, the stone where he was hung. Hanged. 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 What, what, what do you mean? What? He, was, he would have been hanged on a gallows. Well that point, there is a stone, local people back me up here, and the ghost of Snoops no, right. is still we'll, there. We'll get, well, we'll get to the, the nonsense of the ghost in a second. I don't get what this stone is. Well, it, it was where he was hung, hanged, whatever you want to call it, both. where he was killed. He was the last what? highwayman did they in put this the, country. Did they put the stone there after he was hanged? Yeah, because it's, it's historic. Right. He was the last one in this country. But, so how do we know... That, that, but when did they put the stone there? I don't know, but it's there. It's a, it's a white stone in a field in Hemel Hempstead. Snooks, they, they used to be a pub called Snooks in Hemel as well. OK, you're veering. That's now Just gone. focus on the target here, of yeah. this stone. Yeah. I don't get the stone. When, when was the stone? Because I could put a stone in a field and say, mm-hmm. oh, um, uh, Billy Wobbles, the, um, the last... <laughs> It's fact. Not Billy fiction. Wobbles was, was, was hanged here. Anybody You'd have to be pretty sure he was the last one, so maybe I'm, I'm guessing, what, three years? I don't know. I don't know when it was. I'm just saying he was the last one. They couldn't one. have done it immediately. No, because <laughs> you wouldn't be sure that it was the last one. They'd yeah. turn a penny back then, wouldn't Anybody they? Anybody who knows their history locally will phone you this morning to back me up here. It's a very, very famous story, and apparently if you run round that stone, I no, believe, don't, ten times... Don't I believe, no, that. He, he will come back. He will come back. Well, mate, he won't, because uh, otherwise uh, kids will be, will be going over there, drinking hooch, smoking a doobie, mm. and then running around ten well, times and talking to the what? ghosts of Snooks and Billy Wobbles. That's what they do. Hey, this was prime highway man stroke woman territory. Do you know about the wicked lady of Marky 8 Cell? Oh, no, I don't, but she sounds wonderful. You know this one, don't you, Justin? Oh, I don't know this one, no. There was a lady, a Lady Catherine. Oh. Hang on. Marky 8, which is very, very nearby. There's a place called Marky 8 Cell, which I believe they've just sold. It says at home people still live in. Yeah. But the story goes that she was left in some sort of financial need. Let's call it civil war. Yeah. And so she took to going out and robbing people. Wicked lady, they made a film out of it in black and white, so it must be true. Yes, I do remember this story now. Uh, uh, Justin, so just give me the story one more time, the facts, because you're only dealing facts, not fiction. Right, Okay. Snooks was the last highwayman to be hanged in this country. He sounds like um, that um, woman in My Fair Lady. He's trying to... Anyway, uh, J- uh, Justin, mm. let's let Janet, has Justin got it right? He was the last highwayman to be hanged, yes, at Boxmoor, which is part of Hemel Hempstead now. But I think the stone 
It's where he was buried. Oh, oh yeah, Justin. burial stone, Justin, instead Sorry. of a hanging stone. So, said, well, listen, I was almost there. Well, no, you're miles off. <laughs> and Janet, what's this nonsense about running around it ten times and smoking a doobie? Well, I don't live near Boxmoor, so Justin, because he's associations with Hamel Hempstead, may know the stories. I don't know any story about that at no, all. No, it's, 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 it's made up nonsense. No, it's, it's not. Do you know? Do you know where Billy Wobbles? <laughs> Was was hanged, Janet? I have no idea. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Well, just anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, we, we, we will come to you. Mm. This isn't your bit. Okay. Uh, but we're going to play Adam and the Ant, stand and deliver. Yeah. I got in such trouble yesterday. My little boy, my eldest, he had a scarf up around his face. <laughs> really? And um, I said, oh, you look like a highwayman. No, you look like an Arctic explorer. That, well, no. And I said, and then he said, what's a highwayman? I told him, it's before um, cars... Uh, these people would ride on horses and they would stop horse and carts and they would go, stand and deliver your money or your life. I got right roll rolling for that. What are you telling him about armed robbery for? I know. Heaven's sake. You got any stories about highwaymen, Just? Uh, yeah, Snooks uh, from Hemel Hempstead. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Apparently he was the uh, last highwayman to be hanged in this country. And if you run round the stone ten times, uh, you will bring him back. What stone? It's a stone in the middle of a field where, where people go and smoke doobies and run around a stone. But what, why, what is the stone for? Well, um, two things. It's either, we believe, where he was actually hanged. I don't think it was that. Or it was where he was buried. OK. This week, uh, the grandfather of radio. He's been doing it for 300 years, for goodness sakes. Tony Blackburn totally pwned me. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's five minutes part seven. It is cold, it is wet, it is miserable, and boy, oh boy, I love it. I love it. Do you like this weather, Danny? No. Oh, Catherine, you like this weather, yeah, don't I you? Yeah, I do. I like autumn. This reminds you of home, doesn't it? Yeah. The miserable north. Could do with a bit wetter, a bit bleaker. Yeah, well, we're going up there today, aren't we? To the miserable north. Yippee! To see the poor. The motherland. Ah, should we take... I mean, should we take um, Polaroid cameras to blow their minds? Should we take them, um, I don't know, food? What, what, do we, what do we take them? How long has it been since you've been up north? Um, I've never been. Seems to have come on a lot, quite a lot. Wowzers. Wowzers. One of the coolest things in my life, right, one of the coolest things ever was when I was in Pakistan. When was this? This was... Uh, 19- I've just seen one of the coolest things ever. What was that? Tony Blackburn. Hey! 1996, went to Pakistan, right, filming in this village where they had nothing, nothing. Fair play, we were exploiting them. I, I will carry that shame to my grave. But I had a Polaroid camera. Before digital cameras, we blew the children's mind with the magic photograph machine. <gasps> they couldn't believe it. You took the thing, the bl- little black piece of paper came out, and they were disappointed. Their faces as the pictures appeared. It was magical. Come in here, fella. Come on. Look, we're we'll I still this. quite fancy one of those. We'll, we'll They're get expensive, one. aren't they? What on earth are you doing? I'm going to stop. This look. Hang on. Here we go. Look. I've been listening. To, I've been listening to you on the way up. You're right. I think that, I think there should be a, a two MTV channels. One yeah. for those of us who want our pop stars to wear more clothes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of clothes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you know, jumpers and uh, <laughs> big coats. <laughs> a, 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 and there should be another one that yeah. wants us to have the ordinary videos. It's as simple as that. You're out of breath, and you've literally just walked from the car. Yes. Tony. This is not a good sign. <laughs> for goodness' sakes. I'm in very bad condition. You're a bit poorly. No, no. Okay. no I'll be all right. 
no, just no, not, 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 not too bad. No. Okay. Well, I had the flu jab, and I haven't quite got over that. Doesn't the, the but, flu jab gives you the flu? Doesn't it? Well, my doctor says no, but it, it has given me strange symptoms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start, you've started being funny. Well, no, no unfortunately, it has, that hasn't worked. But uh, but you know, I mean, I, I I was listening to you on the way up. Yeah. It's a simple process, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. MTV One, more clothes, lots of clothes. But MTV Two, no, hardly any clothes. The knitwear channel. You, you know which one would get all the viewers, though? Well, the, the one the, the, with the people who want the clothes But on. then you go back to the 60s, the invention yep. of the miniskirt. And boy, oh boy, didn't people um, get excited at the, the, the miniskirt. I did. It never quite suited me, but I still, <laughs> you know, sort of persisted with it. And I still got it in the cupboard. And next week, if you like, I'll wear it in for you. Tony Blackburn. What, uh, you're, you're on uh, Sunday mornings, aren't you? Sunday here? mornings, yeah. Yes. Well, it's, it's, it's Tuesday morning, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yes, it's, it's just preparation time. Thank I you. do preparation for my show. <laughs> now, let me look that word up on the dictionary. I'll get back to you later on. See you later, Tony. Bye. Ta-ta. Tony Blackburn. He just owned you. Yeah, he did totally own you. You were toned. That was... <laughs> Paternity leave. What a load of old guff. Why? Here's why. Listen with your ears and discover the truth. For that is what I am speaking. Every day on BBC Three Counties Radio between six and nine. <laughs> well, come on, not every day. Mostly it's nonsense. Sometimes it's WM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that. You don't mention the other radio station I work at, BBC WM. Saturday morning, Sunday stuff. Uh, what? Mm? I don't get paternity leave. There we go, I've said it. I Finally, I've said well, it. Well, it's the start of your team, isn't it? That's the whole point of paternity leave. Take sick, sick take um, uh, holiday. Well, why should you? Well, why, why should you get... Why it's should like you? maybe why should twice, the... three times in your life you're going to use it. <laughs> I've been, Use it. I've been str- struggling to, to get my head around this story and finally I've got it. And the, the thing is, I don't get paternity leave. Why should the government, why should your employer pay you to take time off to go and have a little jolly with your new family? Because it's the formation of a beautiful new bedrock yeah. of society. OK, and so take holiday. If it's that important to you, take holiday. Use up some of your holiday. I've got none left. Well, tough then. Some people won't be able I'll let you have a, you know, I'll, I'll turn a blind eye. You can have a couple of days on the Some people won't sick. be able to afford to do that. Well, then don't have so kids. Make sure that everyone has the opportunity to just spend that precious time together. Oh, for goodness sakes. You, do you know what? I took, I took two weeks off when the first one was born. I couldn't wait to get back. Couldn't wait to get back to work. Really? Oh, it did my nutting. I mean, it's wonderful. It's magical. But flipping it, shut up and go to sleep. You're sleeping in the daytime. You're not sleeping in the nighttime. What's your beef, baby? Actually, it's probably best you didn't take leave. Um, I, when my um, youngest was about... A month old, I took him into the radio station, right? And we did this really silly prank. Me and my then producer, we just had, uh, we did the show, and I went, Oh, I just noticed there's a baby in the studio. And she went, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm babysitting for extra cash. And I did this big thing, you can't babysit for extra cash. You, 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 we got, you can't, we're doing a radio show, you can't bring a baby in. Everyone suckered into it. Everyone thought that my then producer was, was earning an extra 20 quid by looking after a baby during the show. Is that what the rate is now? I've got no idea. Bring the kids in. Oh, it'd be, it'd be like tenner an hour. I'll do it. Oh, flipping it. I don't... I'd have a... We would never do pranks like this on, on this programme. You're not allowed to. No, not at all, and we would never do that. I mean, we don't need to resort to cheap tricks like that. No. Hey up hey up Kelly. hey up love. hey up ah, Kelly. Not the pop singer, you actually are Kelly. Yeah. Not the pop singer, no. you actually are Kelly. Yeah. Not actually the pop singer, you no. actually are Kelly. Yeah. And by that, I mean partnership. Yeah. I do like northerners. They're yeah. re-earthy and dirty. Me too. They like eating potato straight from ground and then having it away with pigeon what? in pigeon shed. In the bath. And then they, what they do is they get in tin bath with cap on. And then what they do it 
He's all the family in the Tim Bath in front of fire watching the blooming going near Shan Street. That is so offensive. <laughs> I've never done it with a pigeon, all the rest is true. Anyway, um, you, that was uh, some northerners talking there. Thanks, northerners. You're welcome, no problem. We're, we're off I now. loved it. We're off, we're off to pop. Hot pot. Hot pot on a stout, and then we're going to go and have a hot bath Together in front of fire. With we're pigeons. Our family and pigeons in our hats. Leave the pigeons out of it. Love pigeons. Oh, sorry, love. Have you seen me ferret? I lost me ferret. Oh, don't get me on the ferret. Anyway, um, thanks, Northern. Welcome. You're welcome. Shh. Here's two more Northern people talking. Morning, boss. They're not called CRB checks anymore either. They, they're ch- something else, aren't really? they? Really? Yeah. DBS. The what? DBS. Yeah, he's right. The DBS, isn't it? What's that stand for? D- uh, oh, data. D- oh, I don't know, but it's DBS. Check. Ma- make something up, Kyle. Database search. <laughs> Let's uh, call it something that. like that. Yeah. Database is one word. Shh. Disclosure and barring service, I think. Hey, oh, Kyle. he knew that, and he didn't because Kyle likes to play the the um, no. the Benny from Crossroads card. But really, <gasps> and I say that with love and respect. You don't. Um, but really, he, he's um, got an IQ of uh, higher than Stephen Fry's. He's a clever bloke. He's a clever bloke, Kyle. I, di- I didn't Google it. Oh, Kyle. I, no, I didn't. I didn't Google it. Why did you say that then? You put the element of doubt in our minds. Yeah. No, I think I think it's DBS. If you if you look it up, I think it's I think it's disclosure and barring service. You think you think you think you know, Kyle? Why are you ashamed of your intelligence? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm doubting myself. Stand up, brother. Stand up. You're a bright fella like me. Come and come over to our side. Stop watching Jeremy no. Kyle, Kyle. There's, there's nothing wrong with Jeremy Kyle, anyway. Oh, no, oh, oh no. With him. Oh, there's oh, a bit wrong. I, I, I'm gonna stop. I used to love Jeremy Kyle. There was no greater defender of, of Jeremy Kyle than me until my, the uh, coins dropped from my eyes. Not coins, I mean I was dead. Scales, you mean? Thank you. Why would you have scale, scales on your eyes? Anyway, and I realised he is what is wrong with this country. He, single-handedly, is destroying this country. I wouldn't be surprised if he was Lucifer himself. It's the shaming thing. <laughs> It's the shame. It's a, a bear pit, Kyle. That's people's yeah, pain, is. Kyle. That's people's pain laid out there for your entertainment. That makes it, it wrong. It's a theatre of cruelty. Oh, look at you, Arto. And by the way, oh. you are right, and you knew you were right. Disclosure and barring service. You, Kyle, you clever little one, you. What, oh. what, what are you doing, Kyle? Well, I'm just walking into work, and I was ringing up to uh, play your mystery voice competition. I thought you had one going. Oh, yeah, we've got a mystery voice competition. Do you want to have a... He meant a... this mystery voice. Tracy, no, love, let me in, Tracy. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want to go at that, if that's all right. OK, who do you... let's just play the mystery voice again. Tracy, love, let me in, Tracy. Kyle, who do you think the mystery voice is? There is that The, the uh, prize fund is now up to £153. No-one's got it so oh. far this week. Oh, right, I think it's either... I think it's either a mm. generic northern pensioner. Yep. I think it's me trying to do Michael Parkinson. Go on, you do it. Or, or well, I guess or Joan Chitty from the Shuttleworth. Which you got? We've got to pick one of those answers, Kyle. Uh, My, Michael Parkinson. Well, let's just hear the voice one more time. Jersey love, let me in, Jersey. Let's open the, the front door of the house and see who lives in that house. Is it Michael Parkinson? I'm not looking at Michael Parkinson in his slippers, sucking on a pipe, Kyle. I'm afraid you're wrong. The prize fund goes up to £154. There is literally no prize fund. What, um, Catherine, Mm. what keeps you alive? I mean, what's the very essence of your life? What keeps you alive? Water and oxygen. Yeah. Kelly, what keeps you alive? 
money. Have a listen to what keeps Ruth and her husband alive. Oh, hiya. What would you like um, to say about John Grisham? Well, uh, I can't stand the bloke anyway, but would he be saying this if it wasn't his friend? I mean, these so-called innocent uh, sites where they're... Uh, these innocent blokes are supposed to be looking at. Would he be saying if it wasn't his friend? Why didn't you say it before his friend was caught? Yeah, let's just um, just back, just to backtrack a little bit because people might have missed it. John Grisham said he had some good buddies who'd who'd been caught out in a child, and I'm using the quotes porn because it's child abuse imagery uh, scam. So he has some sympathy for it because he thinks you know this was a decent kind of guy who just stumbled into something. You kind of want to think the best of your friends though, don't you? Yeah, you think so. Me and my husband, we got a really good. Uh, relationship, strong relationship and that lot. And we together look at porn, even on sites and that lot, and we have never, ever come across child porn. And, that, and it, it's never popped up with anything like that. It's never never come up sort of thing. And even if it was, we'd uh, delete it straight away. But we've never seen it, never seen it ourselves. So you... I don't you, think it's just... you and bearing in mind, we do have youngies listening. You you look at um, uh, the, the, the adult pornography as, as a couple. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's what keeps us alive. Been together twenty years, married twenty years. It's what keeps and you alive. Well, yeah. I mean, some, sometimes marriage gets a bit stale on that lot. So, just makes um, it a little bit, a little bit of fun in the bedroom. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and you've never had anything uh, that, 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 illegal, just kind of accidentally no, pop never, up. No, never seen anything like that. I mean, we go for all kinds of um, like different sites. But we've never seen anything like that, and I've never seen any pop up things or anything like that sort of thing. And um, me and, my, me and my husband, we're quite uh, like quite vigorous in that lot, sort of thing in the bedroom, that lot, sort of thing. Uh, but vigorous? Well, quite. Um, uh, well, quite. <laughs> Craig, Craig's rated sort of thing in that lot, but yeah. um, it's never. But we've never. So you look uh, at all that stuff. Like you, that. you, your husband, you look at all that stuff. You've never seen a pop up. No, never seen one. You're looking at the wrong stuff, then, Ruth. Thank you very much indeed. I uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I doesn't. Pre- um, I mean, gosh, that that went. Uh, you know, that went a, a, in a direction I wasn't expecting. Well, ex- <laughs> that's why they're looking at that stuff. Stop it. Um, uh, isn't it amazing? Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. For that. Sorry, look, our tongues are in our cheek because suddenly it's, we've become uh, fifteen-year-olds and we're sniggering behind our hands. It, 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 it never ceases to amaze me uh, what people are prepared to reveal. To a stranger, to a bloke they listen to, you know, a bloke and a couple of women that they listen to. Well, goodness knows what they're up to when they listen to us. You know, it's what keeps them alive. That is all the stuff we have from the podcast as of 11 minutes past nine on Thursday, the whatever it is, of October 20th. 16th. 2016. (laughs) But there's still another day's broadcast to go, and I've got a feeling it's going to be bloody good. Why are you not on? I was talking to Kath. Oh. Oh, I was joking. Oh, there's no way. Uh, I'm holding up a mirror. You were talking to yourself. I was talking to myself. Take that, you, Kelly. Well, anyway, who knows? There will be some gold from Friday's show. And if there is, you'll hear it now. And if not, this podcast ends. Richard's in Winslow. Morning, Richard. Yeah, rock and roll. What am I... Hey, rock and roll, brother. I can tell you. Are you a mod or a rocker? Hello, can you hear me? What happened this morning? I woke up full of the joys of spring. Hello. And what do I get? Are you whinging on about Hello? calling the punters plebs and plebs and, Hello? and blowing rails? Hello, can you, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Mother. Can you hear me, Mother? Yeah, well, yes, I can, Mother. You're doing it again, aren't you? Hello? Hello, you're Hello, doing caller. it again. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. You're doing it again. Hello, caller. You're doing it again. Hello, caller. Now, listen, as you went on this call... Hello, about... can you hear me? 
how to improve. Can you hear me? <laughs> to improve. Stop it. Well, why, why don't you engage with me? Engage with me. I even phoned him with a suggestion how to encourage the punters. Oh, yeah, go on. Phone in, to phone in with their exotic tales from oh. travelling the world. Oh, yeah, go on. Can you actually hear me? And, and oh, do I have to? I, do, I, this um, I the... wake up this morning and I get you yes. throwing rubbish at the poor punters. You won't encourage them to phone in if you're going to abuse them. What, do, what should I be doing then? Stroking them? Well, I, 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 I phoned... I, 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 do you want me to stroke you, Richard? I phoned up with a suggestion of how to improve the, the call ratio of people phoning in with exotic tales from their travels around the world. Would, would this improvement of the call ratio... That? Hello? Would no, the, didn't they yes, tell you about that? Can you hear me? Of course I can. Would this improvement of the call ratio involve you calling less? Because if so, I would love to hear it. Say that again. Oh, for so you can't hear me? Yes, I did hear you, but you were talking over me whilst I was talking. There's a surprise. No, no, I can't no, Richard. you when you're... When you're you, shut when up! You're Will you shut up, man? What? Shut up! Don't you tell me to shut up. I wasn't talking over you. You were rudely trying to interrupt you me. He's doing it again! Don't like the truth! No, you can't handle the truth! You like it! You're I'll shove the truth right get, up your... Get back on another of those training courses. We were taking the training course. We were training them how to do it. And who is it you upset? What was that presented that you upset? What do you want? Who came to I heard? What is he banging on about? You said you upset Doozy. What do you want? Who? What do you want? Oh, well, that was all about. For God's sakes, man! Speak the truth. Why did you call in? What's that all about? Oh, bums! Uh, A Bedfordshire dad is so worried about Ebola, he's threatened to keep his children away from school if they're not allowed to wear face masks. John O'Brien from Turvey says he's not prepared to take any chances with his children's health despite there having been um, only one uh, instance of Ebola in this country, and that wasn't that was someone that was brought back into the country. That wasn't a spontaneous case that started here. Well, uh, John O'Brien joins me on the line now. Morning, John. Good morning, Ian. So tell, tell me what it is you're concerned about and what, is, what it is you want your children to do. Well, well basically, I um, approached the school and said, look, as a concerned parent, can my child wear a mask at school? Um, they said it wouldn't be appropriate um, but really, you know, this isn't about my Brian. This is about making people think, um, because the school is saying, well, there was no reported cases. And I'm saying, well, hold on, you're working on information that's changing daily. So this time next week, when there is a reported case, can my child wear a mask then? Um, but unfortunately, if that was the case and children were to wear masks then, well, they could have potentially already caught something. So prevention is better than a cure. How old you, uh, it's your daughter, isn't it? How old's your daughter? 13. 13, OK. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm a parent. So of course, we want to protect our kids and do the best uh, for our, our kids. But um, it, it's quite hard to catch, isn't it, Ebola? Well, you know what? They're, they're, they're hoofing on about, well, it's not airborne. Well, you, would you want to be standing next to someone with Ebola within 10 feet if they're coughing and sputtering all over the place? So they're saying it's not airborne. In fact, we refer to people as they. I would like to know who they are because they are not going to come and help me. They are going to go and form a government on the Isle of Wight, exterminate everyone on there, and it'll just be the rich people and the politicians to get saved. So we're all fish and we're all getting shot in the barrel that we're swimming around in. Do you... Well, how does your daughter feel about it? Well, I try... Um, my daughter's got her own opinion. Um, so she... Well, she is more genned up on it. 
than a lot of other 13-year-olds. I mean, it, it was only yesterday, Ian. Um, there's a shop in Luton just being cordoned off, people wandering around in white suits, and a helicopter lands in the field opposite my unit with doctor written on it. Yeah. I, I, I walk out of my unit and say, hey, what's going on here? And someone's laughing, going, oh, it's probably Ebola. Oh, Ebola, it's probably Ebola. And until the general public wise up and start thinking about this and stop sending silly text message jokes around um, and take this seriously, um, nothing's going to change. So, but, but it was my right as a parent, a concerned parent, to send my daughter to school with a mask. They've said no. The reason they've said no is because if my daughter goes to school with a mask tomorrow, 10 more children will go to school with a mask the next day. That's what they're trying to save. Uh, do, you, do you wear a mask when you go to work? Um, I wore a mask, walked into the petrol station yesterday. The surf behind the counter said, huh, hope you haven't got Ebola. And, and, and you know, and I, I'm just sickened by the attitude. This is something that doesn't affect black people or white people. It affects humans. And until this country, this little island, starts understanding that it's not impenetrable, um, it's coming. Right, what are we doing about it? But unfortunately, Ian... I'm not prepared to listen to lies. So, buddy, have a look at me and Bowler webpage, um, a Bowler webpage on Facebook. I've only got 300 followers, but people need to start looking, paying attention, buddy. I, I, I will have a little look. What, what, what's the what's the link to get what's what, what's the link to get there? How do I find well, it's it? Difficult. I mean, you, you put in the word in uh, Ebola. Yeah. Um, and but I I don't know how to work Facebook, right, so you have okay. to track it down. So, do, 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 just go back to the question: do, do you wear a mask at work and on your way to work? No. Don't do that. No. Well, why, why is that? Why is that? If you're so worried about it and you, you don't believe um, the lies that the government are telling us, what, why do you not wear one at work to protect yourself and ultimately protect your daughter? Because if you get it, there's a strong chance she might get it. Well, I tell you what, you're a kindred spirit. You just accuse the government of lying. So thank you very much for being on my side. Can we, can we put that down as a quote? Um, I don't wear a mask in the car because I'm the only person in the car. At uh, work? Um, yeah, at work, I work in an office. Um, you know, yes, it is quite controversial. You could say, well, hold on, John, you're a bit of a hypocrite, mate. Um, I just do what I can do. And so I make sure that if I'm in um, an area where there's a lot of people, yeah. unfortunately, I'll wear a mask in and people laugh. They think it's very, very funny. But, um, you know, they'll be laughing on the other side of that I'm just, I'm just curious as to why you're, you're, you're being uh, so insistent about your, your daughter wearing a mask at school, where it is very mm. unlikely that she's going to get it, but yet you're not prepared to make that stand yourself in the workplace. Well, I, I can answer that one, Ian. Um, my life was over, buddy, when I had children. Right? They are the only thing I care about. It matters not how much money anyone has, because soon it'll just be food, warmth, shelter and water that people are concerned about. It won't matter how expensive your watch is or how big your car is. So basically, I don't really care about myself, Ian, from a parent's point of view. My life is dedicated to my children. Um, yes, you could then say, well, what if you get it and then pass it on to your children? Well, yeah, what well, if you, you get know, it and pass it on to your children? Well, you, you just copied exactly what I said. I thought you were interviewing me. Well, but, but, but it's a good question, though. What if you get it and pass it on to your children? If you're not taking the precautions, then you're, you're surely putting your daughter's life at risk. What I'm doing, buddy, is trying to minimise the risk. Um, what I won't do is go around with my chin in the air going, oh, they'll help us, the government will fix it. Well, they won't fix it. They're doing everything too late. I, I work from a unit that's right next to Luton Airport. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, where's the screening going on there? And let's face it, what's the screening? Oh, 
How do you feel today? May we take your... May we we test you? How do you feel? Well, you know what? If I had Ebola, I'd be heading straight for the UK. It's Ebola. Ebola. Yeah, I know. I know. That's my dyslexia. Okay. Um, um, if, if If I had that, I'd be heading straight to the UK for a bit of free treatment. So, um, you know, until the government take it seriously, and I'm doing this for everybody, buddy. That's why we're on the radio now. People have to start thinking about this. It's not a problem that's going to go away. They are not going to help us. We are on our own. John, uh, it's an emergency uh, state. Fi- final, fi- well, it, it's not an emergency state here, is it? Because there has only been be. there has only been one instance, and that was someone that was flown in. Uh, are you not worried that you're um, you're scaring your daughter and her friends unnecessarily? Um, no, um, unfortunately, not in. Because I think the truth is the best thing for any individual to to have. Um, I would. I am more concerned. The reason I, I've done this is I am more concerned with lies. I want the where, truth. where do you get your truth from? I'll oh, get it from everywhere else. Google. I think Google's the, the, uh, the, the latest oracle if, if, of uh, truth if, nowadays. If, if, you go- if you Googled me for a while, um, I was described <laughs> as a gay cowboy. And, well, uh, are you gay? I'm, I'm neither gay nor a cowboy. I was also, uh, if you Googled me, there was a picture of a black man would come up. I'm neither black. <laughs> so, so Google is, 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 is very flawed, isn't it? Understood, brother. But um, the problem is... That's where everybody goes, and that's if the government want to put some propaganda out. That's exactly where they'll be putting it on Google. Yes, the internet's flawed, but you know if you sift through enough and put the pieces together, the, Ian, just ask your listeners to think about this. Yep. Stop the jokes on Ebola. But it's not funny. It's not Ebola. a black thing. Yeah, I, we, we've covered that one. Yeah. Well, I just okay. think if it's such an important thing, we should probably get the name right. Well, obviously, I'm not taking it that seriously, and obviously, that's why you decided to ring me today and interview me. I don't know what that means. Well, if you can take the mickey out of me for not being able to say the word correctly, well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually John, at work right now trying John, to earn a living. John, listen, mate. Honestly, I'm not taking the mickey. I just think if it's something that's, that, that is so important, I just think we should we should you know pay the disease the respect of at least getting the name right. Well, that disease doesn't have any respect for me. Yes, and I was spelling it with an M for ages, but it was Embola. But um, obviously that's the word that's uh, stuck in my mind. But the, okay. the point is, think. Think about it. John, and I appreciate your time this morning. I hope you're safe. And you, brother. Cheers, Take mate. Care. Thank you very much indeed. It's John O'Brien. That's his thoughts. Nick Clegg's wife has left the Lib Dem boss squirming after suggesting she has faked... No, she didn't. She does, in this no, quote. She, she did to the papers. Miriam Gonzalez Dorantes, 46. Cinquecento. Hmm? Said wives and girlfriends. Quarenta y seis. Dinkidento. Said wives and girlfriends have been pretending for years. In a talk on projecting confidence, the international lawyer said, If you don't have it, you fake it. Women have been faking lots of things during history. How do you say no? What? The Spanish born activist. In- I don't about? know why he's doing it in. Uh- Voice. That's a Spanish voice, dude. Oh, really? Oh, right. I thought... The, Sp- the Spain-born activist. Spain-born or Spanish-born? You wouldn't say England-born. Just call her Spanish. The airborne activist. The born-again activist. The born of woman in Spain. The born supremacy activist. Look at his hair today. Embarrassed her husband in April. Sh- yeah, it's cute. By telling him in front of an audience that She's men... talking who mm. care for their kids have more gojones. Do you think we're listening? 
Testicles in Spanish. Cojones. Oh, I heard that. Miriam said she feared her mum's reaction. He's funny though, isn't he? As in mm. Spanish. He's the word is super vulgar. Yeah. Watch this. Watch she I'm said, fake listening. She okay. looked at me in the way only yeah. a mother can. Nodding, she yeah. looked yeah. at me in the way yeah. only a mother oh, can. I'm just going to type something out. Why is he doing the cartoon voice again? He looked at me in the way only Pretend a mother can. <laughs> she was one, promoting mate. her inspiring oh, women dear. drive aimed at broadening girls' career. I'm working on the team awards. You see, so she says that she did fake it. Really? So that has put Cleggington in an awkward... Awkward. That is a great story. Well read. Interesting. Yeah, great accents, great voices. That was a fair summary of what a very intelligent woman actually said. You really brought it to life. Yeah. With your shirt. His silly face, he's not listening anymore. Sorry. He can at least do his hair, though. I did mine. I quite like it like that. Sometimes he puts too much in. Mm. And then he looks a bit... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. A bit Angela Rippon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Travel soon, isn't it? Yeah. Can't wait for that. Friday. Roll on. Friday travel. Yeah. Yeah, just flicking through the papers. Look at Lorraine Kelly. She's wearing red today. She looks great. Mm, I don't know. What's he making? Is that Blamange? It is, yeah. Oh, I fancy a bit of that. Mm. Mate, is there anything good in the papers? Or are you just... Not a lot. I'm just um, flicking away. What about the papers? Wait, it would end quite early, though. What's their problem? It's your problem. Well, we'd have to... We'd just... have to fill it. No, what you can do is you can um, get the, the f- up, all everything up till here. Yeah. Just play it again. <clears throat> they won't notice. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Saves and press and rewind on the cassette. I might do that more often. OK. Did you ever used to put the holes that cover up the holes in your cassette so that you could record again? Yeah, yeah fill it with, with um, paper or cover it with sellotape. When Sellotech. I first figured that out, oh. Oh, it was brilliant. Mm. Did, you ever, really um, was. did you ever have a loose one and you had to get your pencil out? Yes, and you had to wind it in. Like, I used to be able to fix the snap tape with sellotape. What's yeah, a snap tape? Well, when the tape snaps. How? Well, if it gets caught in the tape... Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 